Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I am your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM on your radio dial. iHeartRadio app, tune in radio app, our digital platforms. Check us out on the World Wide Web at NashFM1061.com and also EricAsher.com. Also, again, our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on X, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. We're now on threads. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchor, Spotify, or home base for an all-podcasting platform. Just search Inside New Orleans Show. 
with Eric Asher. You'll find that fairly easily. Don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. We'll have our guest list for you tomorrow. That's every Thursday at 1 o'clock on WLAE-TV. Also live streaming on the WLAE-TV YouTube channel. And then here come the rebroadcasts. Set your DVR for your favorite rebroadcast. You'll never miss the program. 6 p.m. on LAE every Thursday night, 10 o'clock on the Deuce, WLAE-TV 2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the Deuce. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always at EricAsher.com. Always on the WLAE-TV YouTube channel. And, of course, always on our social media platforms as well. Uh, it's a regular Monday for us. Larry Holder is going to join us at 5.30 this afternoon, and uh, we'll talk to him from The Athletic. We'll talk about the NFL. We'll talk about the Saints, all that coming up here on the program. Saints, LSU, Tulane, Pelicans all on tap. And if you think I'm, I'm, I'm throwing a victory parade on this Monday, you're sadly mistaken. Um, again, uh Saints win 24-17 over the Bears. They're 5-4 and four in first place in the NFC South. Eh, we'll get into it. LSU now 18th uh, and the AP 19th in the coaches poll. Tulane is 20th. Uh, LSU coming off again a loss to Alabama o- o- over the weekend uh, uh, in, a, in a huge game, 42-28, uh, which again could have set LSU up for a possible SEC West um, um, title. And also, again, the opportunity for Jaden Daniels to uh, win the Heisman. That goes down the drain now. Uh, Tulane, uh, again, with a 13-10 win uh, over the weekend uh, against East Carolina. Uh, A a team that won one game all all season long. And and, and Tulane, once again, can't put together four four straight quarters. Uh, Continuing to allow teams that, again, that are not as good as them to stay in the game with them. And then, of course, the Pelicans... Uh, losing to the Hawks on Saturday night, 123-105. to uh, But, again, the biggest loss is C.J. McCollum, who is out now with a punctured lung. I'm sorry, with a, with a, with a collapsed lung, partially collapsed lung. And um, not sure when he's going to be back. I mean, again, uh, according to multiple reports over the weekend, um, it was, he had this issue in Portland. It took him six weeks and 18 games to get back before, in 2012 before he was traded to the Pels. Um, and it didn't look like much when you when you look at the play, uh, you know. Um, uh, and but again, he was the most consistent player on this team. Uh, Brandon Ingram, hangnails keep him out. Zion Williamson is pouting at the post game press conference because he's not getting the basketball earlier. I mean, <laughs> uh, the home teams are in disarray, ladies and gentlemen. That's just the way it is. Again, you could talk about the wins this weekend, but but for the most part. Um, uh, this is not what was the, the expectations uh, for this season, whether it be Saints, LSU, Tulane, Pelicans. Now, again, Tulane's still alive. Uh, LSU has, has, again, three games in front of them that, again, if they win all three of those games, they still can, can get to a decent bowl game and maybe win 10 games for the season, which would make it, a, again, a successful season, even though it's not, again, uh, what possibly was anticipated this year. And look, again, maybe a look. Maybe a little ahead of ourselves when it comes when it comes to Brian Kelly and, and, and again putting this program back to to again where it once was uh, last year again maybe a misnomer uh, but again I got some problems with the coaching staff and I'm gonna get into that a little bit later on the program I mean you know they are wasting Harold Perkins and and again how do you if you're Brian Kelly how do you come out on, on a on again a Monday morning uh, and say well maybe we should have used a spy maybe. The country saw you could have used a spy. We talked about a spy all last week, okay, on Milrow. And, and you come out now after the game and say, maybe we could have used a spy? Maybe? You got the perfect guy to be the spy. 
Terrell Perkins. And again, you're wasting him. You're wasting. You've wasted his talent the entire season. You've wasted him. So get into that a little bit later on in the program as well. Willie Fritz got his hands up in the air. He just, just At this point, again, he's just glad to get out with wins because I'm not sure what's going on with this Tulane team. Uh, again, they, they, are, they, they, they are set up, again, with an opportunity to repeat in, in going to a New Year's Six-Day Bowl game. I mean, so much on the line for the Wave. Second AAC championship in, in a row. They're the best team in the American Athletic Conference, but they're not playing like it. They're allowing teams that, again, that, that honestly are not in the same league as them to be able to stay in games with them. They're not putting four quarters together. And as I get into this a little later on the program, it's going to come back to bite them. You, you can't keep tempting the football gods. Eventually, it's going to come back to bite you. You're not going to be able to dig out the hole. Okay, You're not going to be able to come back and, again, again seal the victory. ECU had one win, one win on the season. And they gave Tulane all they could handle, all they could handle. So across the board, you would think that, again, on a victory Monday, especially with the Saints winning yesterday, Tulane winning on Saturday, that, uh, that this would be a, a show where you'd be all excited about, again, you know, what's coming. But, again, uh, uh, you know, I'm a realist. I, I see where, the, where, where these teams are right now. And something's got to change. We'll start off with the Saints. Uh, again, uh, 24-17 winners o- over the Bears. The Bears. The Bears. I mean, anybody out there celebrating about this win right now? Are you kidding me? The Bears suck. The Bears suck. They're first place in the NFC South. Again, the lowly NFC South. Ooh, let's get excited. Two wins in a row. I mean, it was a battle for three quarters. I mean, for three quarters, a battle. Now, we'll say this. Let's, give a, let's accent the positive here for a moment. A clean game. One penalty, five yards, no sacks, no turnovers. The offensive line is playing much better. Hurst was moved into the, in, in, into the left guard position this week. Pete stayed at left tackle. The offensive line is playing much better. They're playing clean games. They're not beating themselves. I'm talking about across the board, this team is not beating themselves. Um. No turnovers. That's huge for a team that was turning the ball over, killing themselves. The sacks, you know, the pressures, the hurries, not there now. Um, and a defense that honestly is not living up to, again, the talent that they have on that squad. Now, they did in the fourth quarter. Every play in the, in, in, in the fourth quarter, 34 and all, were, were, were played in Chicago territory. And that, that was, again, uh, because of special teams, as well as, again, the defense. But, again, uh, another slow start for this defense. Badgett w- w- was, again, running wild, okay, running wild. 60 yards in the first half, 10 yards in the second. They, they finally got, again, where they could contain him. And, look, I'll, I'll give it to Cam Jordan, who, again, is not just a leader but honest. Put it on the defensive line. They should have. Yes, they're fighting to be able to try to, again, make plays, but they're not staying in their lane. Same can be said for LSU as well dealing with a running quarterback. Uh, Foreman, again, uh, just running through uh, the, uh, 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 the, the, the Saints. I mean, this is a team that, has, again, prides themselves on, on stopping the run. 156 yards rushing against the Saints yesterday. 156 yards rushing. Komet, Mooney, Moore in the passing game. Unstoppable at times. 
But in the second half, I will say this, all three phases were working for the Saints. Look, you get a game where you get five turnovers <laughs> and you only win by seven points. Is that something to celebrate? I mean, the defense was opportunistic yesterday. But the offense wasn't able to take advantage of it. Paulson Adebo was outstanding. Uh, two interceptions. And they must have saw something on film with, with, uh, with um, um, Baggett. Because the guys were, again, making, they were being a very aggressive going to the ball. Uh, and that's why, again, you saw the two Adebo interceptions. I mean, red, same thing Same thing he said from Marcus May, who had an interception. Uh, they were reading the quarterback's eyes. He, again, he was, he was seen to be, again, locked in on his receivers. And, you know, the, when, when he wasn't able to run, he was a different player. But a lot of credit to Adebo. Again, two interceptions, a forced fumble, and recovery, seven tackles, five solo, three three pass defense. It's the second week in a row with an interception. He is now second in the um, NFL uh, with four on the season. Uh, so, again, uh, <laughs> got to give a lot of credit to how Debo played. Played fantastic. I mean, maybe one of the best games I've seen out of a corner in the history of the New Orleans Saints based on what he did. Uh, Demario Davis with the strip sack. Weren't I had the recovery? I mentioned Marcus May with his interception. I thought Granderson and Jordan played really well. Okay, uh, again, uh, uh, sacks, pressures. Brzee had a batted ball. Um, uh, you know, Taylor played well. You saw him again, just anticipating. Um, he, he's he's going to be a, a really special corner for this team down the line here. Uh, I thought the special teams played well. Uh, Henley's had a tough year. Okay, but I thought they pinned the Bears deep in their territory. You had uh, Yedem uh, going down, down on that punt at the two. I thought the coverage teams played well. Shahid had that big punt return in the Bears' territory. Uh, and and Groupie's got to figure it out. Again, that is turning out to be, well, again, a huge mistake for Dennis Allen. Letting Lutz go, bringing in Groupie, because, again, he is inconsistent. But yet, here we go again. Not willing to admit your mistake, Right. Uh, still this week, they're not bringing in kickers to at least, again, take a look and see what's out there. But, again, the big, the big play on offense was, again, the play of Taysom Hill, who continues to shine. Look, let me tell you something. Um, I, I'm not a revisionist history guy. You know, I, I, I have a detailed uh, uh, history of, again, the things that I've said on the radio, on my TV show, online. They're not going anywhere. I'm not running away from my opinions. Uh, but I am surprised by, again, Taysom Hill and, and how he has developed in such a weapon for the Saints. Uh, did I think he could be an NFL quarterback? No, I don't. But, again, he has fallen into this jack-of-all-trades role. And, and, again, you know, when, when you're being compared to guys like Frank Gifford, okay, uh, and, and the record that, again, he tied yesterday, um, well, it, it's just, I mean, it's, it's amazing on what he's been able to accomplish um, at his age, too, in his 30s, uh, as an NFL player. Um, I mean, outstanding. All, all the way around outstanding in terms in terms of, again, what he was able to do. He, he led the team in rushing with, again, 52 yards, um, threw a touchdown pass. Uh, that, that, that QB power uh, is unstoppable at times. And, you know, just a tip of the cap, really, to, to again, to Sean Payton.
for having the, again, vision for a guy like Taysom Hill. Seeing him uh, in, in again that that training camp practice, or and uh, uh, with with the, or again seeing with with the Packers, and not bringing him in as a quote unquote quarterback, but but seeing again the things that he would might be able to do, outside of again his realm as a as a as a one time starting quarterback at BYU. But there were contributions from Alave, who had his best game in a while, Morrow, Shahid. Johnson in the passing game. Kamarin Williams, I thought, again, had tough runs. Uh, but Taysom was the guy when it came, came through, again, the ground, uh, on, on the ground game. Thomas had no catches. Okay, I'm, I'm looking at that as I'm charting the game yesterday, and I'm saying, and then uh, the hands are going to Thomas one time. Now, he did uh, attempt to go to him twice. One of those was taken back by penalty. Uh, and as far as Carr goes, again, 25 for 34, 211 yards, two touchdowns, no, no, no turnovers, but no shot plays. Okay, was more of a game manager. Saints were again three for five uh, in in the red zone. They had a kneel down. Okay, seventy five percent basically, fifty percent on, on third down. But I thought that again, the being an opportunistic defense kind of made up for them being what leaky at times, right? Thought they played much better in the second half, especially again in in terms of containing the quarterback, where again he only gets 10, 10 yards scrambling. I thought again when you look at at the special teams flipping the field like they did was huge. Um, as I said, the fourth quarter being played in Chicago territory. And and I thought the offense did enough to win. But let me say this. You cannot – I mean, you get five turnovers and you only, and you only get ten points off turnovers. That, that's, that's an issue. It's nothing to be celebrating today. Okay, you won. You beat the Bears. But it was a tougher game than it had to be. Now, the Saints defense has to qu- figure out how to contain mobile quarterbacks. This is an issue. And this has been an issue for a while now. Okay? Uh, and I know a lot of that is, is again uh, – uh, uh, gap integrity, lane discipline, etc. cetera. Uh, but, again, they they got to figure this out. I mean, you got, uh, you're playing, again, uh, the either the most inexperienced or, again, on the low end of, again, the totem pole in terms of quarterbacks this season. And you're allowing those quarterbacks, in some cases, to use their legs to make them better than they really are because you haven't figured out how to contain them. I mean, guys that are going, you know, sometimes it's, you know, uh, Badger was, was like 5, 10 down, yards downfield before anybody was even near him, before anybody was in the TV screen. So that's an issue. It's an issue that has to be, has to be addressed. And it still hasn't been, which is mind-blowing. Again, the offensive line, as I said before, continues to improve. But again, it was hard to run against the Bears yesterday. You know, when you look at the Saints, 87 yards rushing on 27 attempts. Okay? Um Just not good enough. I think the Bears did enough in, in, in the passing game. Uh, uh, no, I'm sorry. I thought the Saints did enough in the passing game to win. But when you only get 10 points or five turnovers, that's nothing to be celebrating here. I mean, it's a win. But there's issues, again, with this team that, again, have not been fixed. And I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know if they're ever going to be fixed here unless there's a regime change. And I mean from top down. So I'm not sitting here pretending that, again, uh, that the emperor has no clothes and we're going to sit here instead of cheering him as, as he walks down the, down, the, down the road here, okay? There's issues with this team right now. I'll say it again. This team is too talented in an awful division playing a schedule devoid of great quarterbacks and poor teams, and they continue to struggle. And it's got, it goes back to two, two, two individuals. Mickey Loomis and Dennis Allen. And 
when your head coach slash defensive coordinator says that halftime adjustments are overrated, that's all you need to know about your, about your coach. I mean, when he berated that reporter yesterday, I'm like tripping out on it. I can't even believe it that came out of his mouth. See, that's why he has a losing record as a head coach. If you think that somehow, some way, he's going to become a competent head coach, it's a pipe dream. And only a pipe dream that is really believed by Luma Lausha and Mrs. Benson. They're the only ones buying this. They're the only ones buying Dennis Allen. Okay? Some coaches are not meant to be head coaches, ladies and gentlemen, and Allen is one of them. And for him to stand in front of a podium and to tell reporters, okay, and tell, again, the, the Saints fan base, really to put this out to every, every individual who knows anything about NFL football football to say, again, halftime adjustments are overrated. You've got to play better. No, maybe that's part of the issue with, again, this team because they're not adjusting at halftime. Because I know, again, even in the Hasslet era, they, they adjusted at halftime. Even again in the Dick era, they adjusted at halftime. These are two of the worst head coaches in the history of this, uh, this organization. And believe me, there have been some bad ones. You're telling me in the era of Sean Payton and Drew Brees, they didn't make halftime adjustments? We saw them all the time. The great teams adjust at halftime. They look and see what's being done, and they can adjust on the fly. This guy's saying halftime adjustments are overrated. Yeah, it's a victory Monday. This team isn't going anywhere, okay? Long term. They're cap-strapped, and they're at a disadvantage when it comes to the head coach. And this infatuation within this organization of somehow elevating from within is, is, is the panacea. That somehow that's going to work long term. We know who Dennis Allen and Mickey Loomis are, and they're out of their league. Okay? Barely beating the Bears after getting five turnovers isn't something to celebrate. It's hiding the real issue. Dennis Allen isn't an NFL head coach. Period. The end. Period. The end. And we could keep throwing window dressing up there and hoping that somehow the Saints are going to get to the playoffs and, again, maybe they win a game or so. That's just masking, again, the issue here. This team's not going anywhere as long as this dude's in charge. And the same can be said for Mickey Loomis, who, again, got lucky with, 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 um, uh, got lucky with Sean Payton. Got lucky with Sean Payton. Okay, he's one for three right now in head coaches. Hasselett, eh. Allen, eh. Payton, Powerball. So you can look at this situation and say, man, Saints got to win. First place in the NFC South. Here we go. Not with this crew. They're not getting the most out of the talent they have. And when they, they come out, when that head coach out comes out and says, halftime adjustments are overrated, man, it's because you don't know how to make halftime adjustments. Okay, This is a guy that as a defensive coordinator, well, again, I thought one of, the, one of, the, one of his strengths was making halftime adjustments. Obviously, that, that is not happening and hasn't happened. I'm not sure here. You know, uh, they didn't make a change with, with, with Ronald Curry in, in, in the mini-buy. I don't anticipate any changes going forward. He's going to stay status quo. He's going to be stubborn. So it is what it is. But again, you barely beat the Bears by seven points. Seven points. You had five turnovers. You should have beat them by 28 points. 
You let, again, a journeyman quarterback. This wasn't Fields running all over you. Badgett's running, running for 60 yards in the first half, and you can't figure it out. So if you want to... If you want to sit here and celebrate the win over the Bears, I know my wife did. She enjoyed the game. Okay? But my wife's not really looking at NFL football. And when, 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 with the again, trying to diagnose what's wrong or what's right with this team. And I think it called points back to one guy, Dennis Allen, at this point. Just, again, in, in over his head. Carmichael, in over his head. And, they, again, this is the... Easiest schedule in the NFL playing against again dog quarterbacks, and you're five and four. You're five and four, and you're barely eking out victories here. Oh, you all right? No, no, that's right. You crushed New England again. Dog teams, dog quarterbacks. So, uh, you won't see me getting excited about what's going on right now, and it's not going to change because again. I could see the scenario coming in front of me. They're going to win enough to get into the playoffs. How do you how do you how do you fire a coach to get you into the playoffs? They're eighty nine million dollars in the hole right now when it comes to the salary cap. They got aging veterans on this team. Uh, there is an influx of some young players that again look like them really good players. Are there enough for them? Is Carr the long term answer here? I mean, he was the best of what was out there in the offseason for a team that desperately needed an upgrade at the quarterback position. Obviously, they weren't happy with Dalton. We know that Allen doesn't trust Winston, or else Winston would have been playing. Carr has been okay, but he's not been the guy that we thought he was going to be coming here. Maybe that is the new system, but again, he's still very uncomfortable in the pocket at times. It's been an issue, again, throughout the entire season. Yes, the, the offensive line was horrible in the first few weeks, but they've gotten progressively better every week. I mean, no shot plays yesterday at all? So, we'll see. But, end of the season, this team makes the playoffs. They're going to stay status quo. And that is just, at this point, belaboring Honestly, again, at this point, it is fool's goal because you're not seeing the forest for the trees. You're not seeing what the real issues are here. And, and, and again, if you have a, a legitimate shot going forward with this guy in charge, and I mean that with Loomis and, and Allen, and I don't, I don't think you will. I think, again, at some point, they're going to blow this up, and it should be blown up at the end of this season. It should have been blown up at the end of last season. But they're going to stay the course because they're going to, they're going to fool themselves into believing that somehow they got better, that somehow, again, Allen got better as a head coach. Again, five turnovers, ten points off turnovers, and you barely beat the Bears. Nothing to celebrate. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't forget about my friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. If you need help with your air conditioning,
system or your heating system, uh, especially the heating system, it needs to be, again, thoroughly cleaned, inspected, and if there are repairs needed, repairs need to be made uh, before you crank that uh, heater up for, again, the upcoming winter months, whenever that's going to get here, okay? Um, AC system, we're still using that. You're in the 80s. Maybe we're going to get a little bit of a cool front this weekend. It's still not going to kick us down to the point where you're going you're gonna to turn the air conditioning off for, 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 the, uh, uh, for, for the next few months. So you need that working. Uh, Burkhardt has 15 trucks in the field and eight certified technicians that only do the work that's necessary. Uh, and, of course, a company that I've trusted for decades. Uh, you're not happy with your air conditioning company. You're not getting uh, you got a price that, again, you think is, again, out of line. Or, again, you're just, again, at this point looking for, for better service. Call my friends at Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. We'll be right back. If you want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 1061 Nash Icon or anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Mucinex FastMax Kickstart. Say goodbye to retaking medicine every few hours. Buy Mucinex DM to get cough and chest congestion relief for three times longer than typical four-hour cough and chest congestion medicines. That's three times longer relief for chest congestion and cough. Nothing lasts longer. Among OTC cough and cold medicines, use is directed. All right, northbound I-310, 22 minutes from US-90 to I-10. Right lane is blocked as they're doing the repair work on the Lilling Bridge. Eastbound I-10, Elysian Fields to High Rise, five minutes, a three-minute delay there. Eastbound I-10, fly over to the High Rise, eh, it's about nine minutes and a three-minute delay as well. On our secondaries, North Lopez at Orleans Avenue, working an accident that's going to be a little slow in that area. I'm Michael Higgins from the New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. 
Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends with New Orleans Tuxedo. If you're looking for a tux for a formal event, whether it's a Mardi Gras ball, Coronation ball, school dance, maybe you're planning a wedding, you want the best price in town, all the latest styles and color combinations, go to New Orleans Tuxedo, a place where generations of fathers and sons have been dressed to impress for, the, for over 60 years. Uh, they've got the lowest rental price in town. You'll not find a better lower price in the metropolitan area than you get at New Orleans Tuxedo. It's a complete classic tux. Any vest and tie combination is 99 bucks. That's right, $99. Why pay 60 to to $100 more? Whether, again, it's the other local shops, national shops, whether going online or purchasing a, a, uh, uh, a tuxedo that may be out of style in a couple years or, again, you may not, may not fit you. Again, a New Orleans tuxedo, full dress tails are 129 bucks. All the latest style and color combinations. Ray Boudreaux will work, again, with you to, to match your date's uh, dress color. Also, again, if you're planning a wedding, uh, they are the wedding experts. Again, uh, yeah, on a yearly basis, again, the publication are not always award-winning uh, service from our friends over at uh, New Orleans Tuxedo. So, again, if you're looking to be able to, again, have that next wedding, allow Ray Boudreaux to work with you or your wedding planner uh, to, to, again, dress your uh, wedding party to, for success. And, again, Ray will do everything to match that, that, that dress color you're looking for. And, of course, the best color combination, the latest styles out there for you for any bride and groom uh, that's looking for a wedding on uh, this upcoming year. Last-minute rentals, no problem. Get the best price in town. Keep your money local. New Orleans Tuxedos, 4959 West Napoleon. That's 486-5309. That's 486-5309. Get the right color, the right fit, the right price for your next um, formal event at New Orleans Tuxedos since 1963. All right, before we go to LSU and talk about the Tigers, Bo is in Kenner. Bo, welcome. How you doing, Bo? Hey, how you doing, Eric? Doing good, Bo. Yeah, I tell you what, man. I'm so glad uh, Carolina didn't draft CJ Stroud because we'd be in a world of, of trouble right now. Because that kid looks <laughs> great. Can play. He can play, man. <laughs> uh, oh he's, my much, God. he's much more further along than I thought he would be. But again, you oh, know, yeah. I mean, Ohio State. I mean, they put out great pros year Absolutely. after year. Oh, and if Fields was playing yesterday, we would have lost, in my opinion. No, no, I have no doubt. <laughs> I have. I went I have to no. the game. I went to the game, and my wife, you know, God bless her heart, she's cheering. And you know, you know, I don't. I hate to be Debbie Downer, but man, I, it, me it too. Felt like a loss, man. It felt. I mean, like it, a it loss. should. You get five turnovers. You get ten points off turnovers. You barely beat the Bears by by seven points. You got a journeyman quarterback running for seventy yards on you, sixty in the first half, tearing you apart. Mooney and 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 um uh Mooney, Mooney has his way with you. Moore has his way with you. I mean, come on. I mean, look. Uh, look, the, the fourth quarter, they played outstanding. The second half, they played better. But nothing to get excited over under this win. Come on. I'm going to tell you right now, Eric, I wasn't excited. And, and I know my, my wife grilled me for it, but it, 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 felt, it, it, felt, it felt odd, you know, cheering and, and everything. And, you know, with five turnovers and, and you know, and you, you barely, you know, groupie missing the kick. And, yep. you know, everything, just, everything that could have won, you know, thank God they were playing the Bears. But I mean, you know, it's it, it is what it is. You know, Pete is having. You say he he looks like he found his niche at left tackle. What you think? Well, I tell you, he's he's played pretty well, and that, that's a guy that could not play left tackle to save his life 
when he first got here from Stanford. But he's he's played pretty well. He's he's definitely solidified the spot. There's no doubt. Right, and, and I'm and I'm trying to figure out why they're playing so hot. Like you know, like you said, Badgett had all day. You know. And then the receivers, like no, it seemed like no one was near them. Are they playing deep? Yep. Are they just playing deep, or is it just? It's not like we don't have the talent to keep up one on one. But this I'm team should be playing man to man defense all the time. They, they they have corners that when you have again a Debo, um, a Lattimore, Taylor as as your three corners. I mean, again, you should be in man to man. You know, uh, straight up every single play. Although I will say this, they had to see something on tape with him. Again, where he was telegraphing his throws, because if you saw him on the two interceptions from Adebo and the one on May, uh, they had great anticipation on where that ball was going to be, and and they, they took off with bad intentions, and and of course intercepted those passes. I'm gonna tell you right now, Badgen had his way with what you think Dobbs is gonna do next week, man. Well, oh my god, he played well. And just, again, what, he only been there, like four days, three days? Yeah. Okay. And um, I, I've got the game all recorded. I'm going to watch it tonight. Uh, so, again, I have more of a feel on, again, again how, how, he, uh, how he did. But uh, he played well. And, and look, um, if this was a tough schedule, where would the Saints be right now? They're, they are too talented to be able to be barely winning these games against, again, these dog teams. Uh, and, and it goes back to the head coach. I'm, I'm sorry. That's exact head coach and I'm coordinators. With I'm with you, Eric. I'm with you. I mean, it's just you know, it just doesn't. It doesn't feel like Saints football, man. It just doesn't no. feel like you know. Usually, I'm you know, I'm crunk. I'm everything at the games, and it just man, it sure. just felt like it just felt like a loss, man. For some reason, it just I yeah. just couldn't get into it, man. And that maybe it's just me, but. Man. No, I think I think I mean, you see it for what it is. I mean, again, right. they they are too talented to be barely winning these games. Okay, and and to allow guy again journeyman quarterbacks to run all over them like they have this season, right. so it's right. an issue. And that's all I got. Eric. Thanks a lot, man. Appreciate you, Bo. Thanks all for the right. phone right. call. Alabama forty-two, LSU twenty-eight. Um, no answer for Milrow. Three hundred seventy-four yard total yards, one hundred fifty-five yards rushing, four touchdowns. Again, he ran it well. He was accurate in his, in his passing. The LSU tackling was horrible. Okay, uh, defensive line got beat the line of scrimmage. There were huge holes in the running game. Um, uh, for, uh, for, for Alabama. Um, and then Perkins, a non-factor. Uh, again, uh, just, just, uh, just non-existent. Uh, Milrose was getting to, uh, getting to, to, to third level on his runs. Again, uh, with, again, with, in a lot of cases, untouched. The third level, okay? Uh, Penn played pretty good at linebacker, but, I mean, uh, I, I'm not here to throw bouquets at, at the LSU defense. I'll tell you that right now. Um. I'm watching the game, and the entire time I'm watching the game is I'm going back to what we talked about last week, which, again, was a spy. Brian Kelly said today they should have used a spy on, on, on Milrow. Now, unlike Dennis Allen, I got respect and confidence in Brian Kelly as a head coach, okay? But you figure that out on Sunday after breaking down the film? I mean, everyone, anybody watching that game could see a spy was needed. And you have Harold Perkins, Okay. A guy that you have wasted his talent this season. Okay? Absolutely wasted his talents. I said this after week one against Florida State. If you got Lawrence Taylor, let him be Lawrence Taylor. Don't try to turn him into Mike Singletary. Perkins has been a non-factor all season long. Why? It's on House and Kelly. Period. The end. Okay? If I'm Perkins, i got to be honest with you. I'm considering transfer to a program that could utilize my talents. Instead of, again, trying to... 
uh, take a chance on, you know, again, may, maybe they'll change the defense next year, okay? I mean, he is a playmaker. You let him make plays, okay? So, again, I'll say it again. I don't understand if House was so concerned about the corners, and rightly so, right? Wanted to protect them on the back end with his own defense. Why not use Perkins as a spy? Okay? Rush three, let him run to the ball. When Milrow hands, when Milrow hands the ball off, shadow Milrow. Again, seek ball, seek ball, right? Perkins was wasted. And it wasn't like Milrow was hitting receivers that, 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 that weren't contested. That, that they were contested. They were wide open in the zone. I mean, rarely contested passes all game long. Uh, tackles after the reception or an overthrow or drop pass. I mean, that, 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 that's what you saw. The game plan was flawed from the beginning because, again, stopping Milrow was job one. Instead, House tried to hide his young secondary. So Milrow extended plays with his feet, made plays with his legs, and then LSU dropped deeper into their zone coverage. And what did he do? He ran unabated. He, he did what he wanted. He run, ran what he wanted to run. He passed what he wanted to pass. And in some cases, was untouched till the third level. No pressure to have to make a quick decision. Milrow had all day long. Okay? And then there's a situation with Jaden Daniels. Look, what a magnificent performance by Daniels yesterday, uh, on Saturday night. 383 total yards, 166, 63 yards rushing, three touchdowns, two passing, one rushing. Of course, that, that, that interception was a killer. It, it, it was. There's no other way to do it. We talked about all week long. Offense had to match Alabama's offense in scorings. But, but again, once Daniels went out, it was a wrap. It was over. It was done. No disrespect to Nussmeyer. He's no Jaden Daniels. I think anybody was out there earlier this season saying, oh, we need Nussmeyer, Jaden Daniels, blah, blah, blah. I know I got shut up. It's been proven out who's the better quarterback. And then again, the, the officiating. Look, I, I'm not one that buys into this you know, SEC bias for Alabama. I hear it all the time from fans. But my gosh, officials do scouting. Okay, they, they know the tendencies of teams. They know what players do. Okay, if you're a good official, you've done your, your homework, right? But there were two big calls. Dallas Turner should have been tossed for targeting, okay? Again, they said they reviewed it, okay, and they still didn't call it targeting. Let me say this right now. Tim Brando posted on his X feed today video evidence of, of deliberate attempts to hurt SEC quarterbacks this season. Okay, you mean the SEC doesn't know this? SEC officials don't see this? Okay, how does Kelly and House not make this a pregame issue with the officials? Hey, Dallas Turner's been a little bit dirty with the with, with quarterbacks on when he, when he's rushing quarterbacks. Might want to keep take a look at it. The officials looking right at the targeting penalty, right, or, or lack thereof, and there's no call. Uh, again, in the second quarter, there's a horse collar on Daniels. It was not called. Okay. Um. There were a lot of missed calls. LSU had some calls where they weren't called for play. But, again, the ones against Daniels, those calls were, that were missed were huge. How can Charles Turner have three illegal snap penalties on him? I mean, you know, I mean those are killers, man. You're a, snap, you're a center in the SEC. You're playing for a top 20 team. And you don't know the rules? And you do it not once, not twice, but three times? Campbell holding, okay? Uh, Jones with the false start. Anderson with the block. And by the way, you know, I, uh, I have so much respect for Nick Saban. I'm not one of these Nick Saban haters, okay? 
I, I appreciate that, again, he resurrected the LSU program. I hate the fact that he ended up in Miami. And then when, it was, when, when he was trying to come back, LSU had, had, uh, had less miles and ultimately didn't go back to Saban when they could have. Okay? He's in Alabama. He turned that once historic program back around to a juggernaut. But again, for him to be telling Aaron Anderson that he would get in the beginning of the ball more playing time more at, uh, on the handshake at the end of the game, uh, where's the SEC on this? Where's the NCAA on this? You know, it is the transfer portal type era now. So when you're whispering something in a player's ear, even a player that used to be with you, it's a little different than maybe LSU players going and, and, and screaming at recruits. What is it? Was it in 2019, I believe it was, uh, when they were telling them, you know, come, 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 come play with us, that, that kind of deal, uh, when, they, when, when they beat Alabama? Then, then a head coach telling a player, even a former player, you should be playing with us, you get more playing time. Where's the sanctions for that? Okay? Where's the sanctions for that? But I digress. Missed field goal by Ramos. I mean, again, Perkins horse collar. I mean, the defense is just not good enough. And it's cost LSU in every single loss this season. Now it cost Daniels his Heisman shot. Three losses. outside Now SEC West championship is a pipe dream. New Year's Six bowl game is a pipe dream at this point. It's going to be tough to win without Daniels this week if he can't go. And it doesn't look like he's going to be able to go. I mean, he's going to probably be out due to concussion protocol. Nussmeyer's got to be ready to play. Let me tell you something. This is tough. This is going to be an Alabama hangover. And if I'm the schedule maker, I'm not putting Florida after after Alabama. Okay? I don't care where Florida is in terms of, again, their rebuilding right now. they got athletes on Florida's team. they got to be ready. LSU's got to be ready. It's got three games left. Florida, Georgia State, and A&M. They still can win nine games, go to decent bowl games, bowl game, and, and still win ten games this season. So a letdown after, again, what happened in Tuscaloosa would be devastating especially in this era of the transfer portal and recruiting wars. LSU cannot let up, okay? They get some really good recruits on the line here that, that ultimately can be swayed to go elsewhere by guys that are on this team right now that may choose to transfer in the transfer portal because it's so easy to go now uh, because, things that think, because things maybe start to take a downward turn. Really, Kelly's got to keep this thing together now for these last three games. They have to win these last three games. Okay, get into a decent bowl game, win that, come out with a 10-win season. Again, have everybody feeling really good about this team coming out of this year because, you know, Daniels is going to the NFL, and then we're going to figure out what's going to happen in a post-Daniels era because he's been the man, and there's got to be something. Okay, this is too proud of a program to continue to have the defense that they've had, okay, this year. All right? I mean, uh, there, there are talented players on this team, but not enough. And obviously, again, the transfer portal has worked in some cases, but for the most part, again, it has not worked like it's worked for other schools or uh, for, for LSU. Yes, there have been some guys that have come in and have really, have really helped them, but for the most part, you look at a team like Tulane, you look at teams, other teams, again, where they've been able to take advantage of the transfer portal, and it's made them better. Uh, for LSU, it's been almost like, again, a, 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 almost a stopgap to try to fill a hole. And, and, and in a lot of cases, when you look at the deep hole that they have in the secondary right now, it hasn't worked. And everything has been predicated this season on trying to protect that secondary. Wingo goes out now. It makes you, it makes you again, much, much, much weaker along the defensive line. Mason Smith has not been the player that, again, ever he was forecasted to be. Uh, and, and, you've, and you've wasted Harold Perkins. You've wasted Harold Perkins. So, uh, again, House looked really good last year. A lot, lot of, lot of, lot of um, um, halftime adjustments. He was, he was, he was looked at as a genius. Not so much this season, and maybe it's because of the lack of talent. But I'm telling you right now, critical mistake.
trying to protect the back end so much that again that you forget again what where, again where your playmakers are and not utilizing those playmakers. Huge mistake not having having uh, Harold Perkins on Milrow uh, this weekend. Huge mistake again across the board of, of again not utilizing the talents of this guy this season. When you have a guy that again is a disruptor like him, and, and you basically again uh, you've you've neutered him uh, as a player. So we'll see how this thing goes. But LSU's got a lot in front of them. They cannot let up now. They got three games left. They got to get these last three. Get into a decent bowl game. Win that game, and have a ten game season and, and, and a ten win season, and hopefully, again, be able to get on the recruiting trail and and, and be able to again change this uh, this this porous defense very very quickly and a loss of again a once in a generation quarterback. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I am your host, Eric Asher. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heated Generator Sales and Service. Uh, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, I don't care where you live, there's a lot of companies that have jumped into the generator um, um, sales and service business. Burkhardt are the experts. Uh, again, their generator, uh, generator team will handle everything for you from planning to permits to inspection. They care, take care of the whole process. Uh, at Burkhart, again, uh, along with that install, which they try to do in one day, they offer you emergency service as well as full as as again as well as a maintenance service. A warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need. Generac generators on in stock right now, ready to be installed in your home or your business. Uh, you get a new installed quality check after one month. That means one of those generator servicemen will come out and and again show you how to operate your system. At Burkhart is a, again a, a full service generator company. Okay, from sales to service uh, to installation, they do it all. Uh, increase your property value. Have that peace of mind of knowing when the when, when your power goes out in your neighborhood, uh, that the power in your home will come back on with again a standby generator from my friends at, Gen- uh, at Generac and Burkhardt Air Conditioning, Heating, Generator Sales and Service. Go with the pros. Go with the best. Hands down, the best investment I've ever made in my home is a Generac generator from Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Ottawa. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoying your terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. 
Eric Ashby with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. World War II was won by ordinary people, just like you and me, who found the strength to face the impossible, from the front lines to the home front. And in their stories, we find strength within. Find the extraordinary inside at the National World War II Museum. Visit nationalww2museum.org for tickets. This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Temperatures getting low, but demand remaining high? You need Indeed. Their all-in-one platform helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. And Indeed's interview tool lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from their website. Visit Indeed.com credit. Hey, good afternoon. Eastbound I-10 between Carrollton and Orleans. We're seeing stop-and-go flow. Eastbound I-10, Canada downtown, taking about 19 minutes. Northbound I-310, US-90 to I-10, it's 46 minutes. That back up at the Luling Bridge with the right lane blocked due to repair going on. Westbound I-10, read to the flyover, 15 minutes right now. 11 minutes eastbound I-10 from the flyover to the high-rise. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. Don't forget about my friends over at Dave Miet Insurance, an independent insurance agent that can search over 50 companies to get you the best price for your auto, home, life, health, or business or commercial insurance needs. A trusted neighbor since 1958 at Dave Miet Insurance Agency. They serve the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, and the River Parishes. Call, click, or come in today at one of our uh, neighborhood offices uh, for a quote. 504-556-0809 or, again, their website, D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S-A-N-C.com. If you're looking for an insurance agency, an insurance agent, has got your back. Maybe again, you're not getting the service you deserve. Remember, my friends over at Dave Miet Insurance. That's 504-556-0809 or D-A-V-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S-A-N-C.com. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. Larry Holder will join us at 535 today from The Athletic. If you missed any of our first hour, the uh, podcast will be up about 30 minutes after the program ends. We uh, broke down the Saints and LSU. Saints with a win over the Bears. LSU with a loss to uh, Alabama. Come up in hour number two. We'll talk Pelicans and Tulane. Tulane with a win uh, this weekend, even though, again, uh, just not putting together four complete quarters. Uh, and uh, the, uh, the, the, the Pels lose to the Hawks, but a bigger loss is C.J. McCollum out. Uh, indefinitely with an injury. We'll talk about that and so much more in the second hour. I'm Eric Asher. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Stay tuned.
you can handle. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Number two of Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until six, four to six weekdays right here on 106.1 FM. Also, again, don't forget about uh, our uh, digital platforms, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, on the World Wide Web at ericasher.com, also at um, 
at uh, NashFM1061.com. And, of course, uh, you can check us out on our social media platforms at Eric underscore Asher on X, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. We're now on Threads. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchor, Spotify, our home base on all podcasting platforms. Search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher, and you'll find that. And uh, we'll have our guest list for you tomorrow for the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. All right, a lot to get into. Uh, If you missed any of the first hour, uh, we broke down the Saints and why I would not be excited about, again, the, the the touchdown win over the Bears after getting five turnovers and getting ten points off turnovers. Uh, LSU goes down to Alabama. Uh, their uh, hopes of, again, an SEC West title and uh, Heisman uh, trophy for Daniels kind of goes down the drain. Daniels in concussion protocol. Uh, I mentioned the Dallas Turner, um, uh, again, that uh, Tim Brando on, on his X account uh, put out uh, a video montage of Dallas Turner again, um, 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 showing him getting giving cheap shots to quarterbacks, um, and, and yet again I mentioned in the first hour, um, you know Kelly House is not you know talking to the officials about this before the game. Uh, you're looking at again the officials are not uh, are not up on this. Okay, um, uh, the fact that Turner's done this before, and, and again, I said that, that because the broadcast uh, said that the SEC um, um, booth officials were looking at the play, and it wasn't, it didn't, it didn't rise to targeting. Today, I read that again, they did not look at it. Okay, and in the, and how do you not do that? Uh, again, it, it cost LSU. Once Daniels went out the game, it was over. I mean, there was no there was no coming back. Okay, you hope that you could have kept pace, but the main reason why uh, LSU lost is again just schematically. They, they, again, they were they were horrible on defense. Uh, the, the The game plan sucked. Um, you know, not, not utilizing Harold Perkins as a spy was a huge mistake. Kelly admitted that today that he needed a spy, <laughs> and, and you've wasted a, a a season of Harold Perkins basically um, by not utilizing his talent. So the Tigers now. Uh, still, again, SEC championship, uh, uh, SEC West championship, all that pretty much, again, evaporated. But you still can get a 10-win season with winning the last three games and, get, and getting into um, uh, a bowl game, uh, a pretty good bowl game and winning that. So we'll see, again, uh, how this LSU team uh, fares going forward. This is a big one against Florida. You've got to be able to rebound quickly uh, this weekend. Can't have a, an Alabama hangover. Um. We did not get a chance to talk about Tulane. Uh, before we do that, I want to remind everybody about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, I don't care where you live, uh, Burkhardt is there for you. Uh, whether you're looking for a company that can install or, again, maintain your air conditioning system, your heating system for you, uh, with some of the top brands like Amana, uh, or, again, you're looking for that uh, uh, that generator for, for your home or your business, again, uh, the top name in the in the uh, industry is Generac. Burkhardt are experts when it comes to, again, installing, maintaining, uh, and servicing uh, your Generac generator, or again, maybe you're looking for electrical work. Uh, Burkhardt has electricians on staff now. They can handle all your electrical work work as well. It is a full-service company, a company I've trusted for decades. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, anybody within the sound of my voice, you're not happy with your air conditioning conditioning company, maybe you're looking for a new system or, again, having your system uh, maintained and repaired, go to Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. All right. Tulane 13, uh, ECU um, 10. Uh, Tulane is now 8-1 overall. They're 5-0 in the conference. Um, You look at uh, at Tulane and LSU right now. Tulane... um, 
again, still alive uh, for New Year's Six uh, Bowl game. Uh, they are 20th in both the AP and also the coaches' poll. LSU 18th in the AP uh, and 19th in the coaches' poll. Uh, again, uh, it kind of feels like the theme of this show today. Uh, I, I'm not excited about Tulane's win on Saturday, okay? Uh, East Carolina has one win on the season. They have no wins in the conference. They're one and eight. Uh, They did dominate from the second quarter on, but it only could muster 13 points. Second week in a row, again, they got the ball um, uh, again in the fourth quarter and and, and never gave it up. Last week it was 8-10 left in the game. Uh, And, and of course, uh, again, they went on on to a victory. This week it was 7-17 left in the fourth quarter. They took the ball downfield to the doorstep of the end zone and ran the clock out. That's two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row where they could have put some more style points up, but they didn't do it. Willie Fritz is a class guy. If it's me and I'm on that sideline, I'm scoring touchdowns. Okay, I want the the, the I want I want the final score to look again more gaudy than it was. But the offense had issues in the red zone. Drop passes, you know. Again, had some penalties. Um, had had really again the slow start, which really which again really hurt this team and continues to hurt this team. Um, you look at. You know, uh, at, at, at Tulane, seven penalties for 63 yards. Again, who, who was the more disciplined team? ECU, two penalties five uh, for five, 15 yards. Okay? Um, they had some good performances on offense. Hughes goes over 100 yards. You know, Keys, obviously, again, played uh, played very well for them. Again, he was the leading receiver with three receptions for 77 yards and a touchdown. Um you know, again, uh, you look at uh, at uh, at Bauman. Bauman again had a, had another good game. He's been kind of a um, security blanket at times uh, for for Pratt. Um, uh, again, he's you know he's a nice tight end, right? Um, you know, uh, you know three catches, forty two yards. Um, I thought Pratt had a, had another another really good game. Um, 10, 10 for twenty five, two hundred thirteen yards. He had the touchdown. Again, uh, you know, no interceptions. Um, and, but I'm going to say this right now. Those are all solid performances. The offensive line got all it can handle from the ECU front. I mean, this is an SEC offensive line for Tulane, okay? And East Carolina's got some big boys. But, again, they give them all they can handle. And then, of course, the, 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 the slow start from the defense. They did dominate from the second quarter on. But, again, just a slow start. Um I thought that the, the pass defense was much tighter this week. I'd, I'd been complaining about the zone defense and allowing, again, teams to just go into the pockets of the zone and move the ball right downfield on the greenies. Uh, I, I thought that we saw a great game uh, out, 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 out of Monroe. Uh, Penisclaw also, again, a good game. Cooper up front. Machado stood out. He was the leading tackler for, 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 the, for, the, uh, for the wave. But um, – this can no longer can no longer be considered a phase for Tulane. You know, okay. uh, you know, we we you know we we're, we've only lost one game to Ole Miss. You know, we're in a conference where we're better than every team in the conference pretty much at this point. Maybe Texas San Antonio, maybe SMU might be able to give them a game. Uh, but again, they're 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 not playing a complete game, and it's going to come back to bite them at some point. I'm, I mean, it is. It just that's sports. That's football. That's any sport. Okay, and, and Willie Fritz has no answers. Okay. But this team is too talented to continue to coast and expect to be able to pull a game out despite not giving four quarters of great effort and playing up to their capabilities. Again, East Carolina won one game this year, okay? One game. Just like Rice and North Texas, okay? 
The wave let them hang around. Hang around. And I'm going to tell you, this continued lackadaisical effort and performance is going to derail the season if Tulane doesn't start again playing full four, playing four quarters. Full four quarters of football. Now, right now, they're the highest group of five team out there in the polls. Okay? The, the, everything they want is in front of them. Okay? New Year's Six Bowl game. Uh, winning the American Athletic Conference. Hosting American Athletic Conference uh, a title game at, at Yeoman. I mean, everything Tulane wants is right in front of them. But you can't come out and continue to give these lackadaisical efforts and then just think you're going to turn it on whenever you turn it on. Whenever you turn it on, you're going to win. You know, it's a lot like the Saints right now. You know, I mean, again, the Saints are too talented to be, again, be in a, in a game where they get five turnovers and they win by seven points. They get ten points off turnovers. This Tulane two team is too talented to be against uh, letting Rice and North Texas and, and, and ECU stay in the game with them. Willie Fritz is a great coach, man. Michael Pratt is one of the top quarterbacks in college football. They got skill position players that can play anywhere. Their defensive lines are S- defense and offensive line are SEC caliber. Okay, um, but this is about again between the years. It's about the mental part of the game. It's about again emotionally, again being ready and, and, and understanding that again we got to put teams away. Because, again, one wrong bounce of the ball, and it's over. And then the season's over. One loss, and it's over for Tulane. It's done. It's over. We can go back and we can talk about Ole Miss. Pratt would have been there. They'd be undefeated right now. But you are not playing up to your capabilities at, again, at a, at a part of the season where you should be, again, amping up, ready to, again to be able to, again, not just impress the pollsters, but going out there, again, cleaning house within, within, within your conference. A conference that, again... You're better than every team in this conference on paper. So I'd like to be excited about what happened this weekend, but this is three weeks in a row now. Even going back to Memphis, we could go four weeks if you want, okay, where this team did not put four full quarters together and play up to their capability. And you can't keep doing that and continue to hope, hope that you're going to win because you're not going to. So at one point, the ball's going to bounce wrong the wrong way, and you're going to run out of time. And you're not going to be able to again and not be able to come out with a victory. And that would that would be horrible because everything that Tulane wants is right in front of them. They've been proven again. They're the best team in the American Athletic Conference, and again, they're one of the best teams in the Group of Five, if not the best. But self-inflicted wounds are going to kill this team if they continue down this path. And that's that's the way it is. Again. It, uh, you could you could talk about you know waiting for you know your Texas San Antonio at the end of the season, uh, that's going to be a big test. Maybe SMU if you get into the championship game, man, you better play them one at a time and you better play four full quarters because you haven't done it in a while. All right, don't forget about my friends over at New Orleans Tuxedo. Again, uh, I don't care where you live, within the sound of my voice, why pay sixty to hundred bucks more for the one-time rental of a tuxedo? I mean, it makes no sense. I mean, look, money, like, I don't care how much money you got. Nobody just. No, Nobody throws money away, okay? And if you're going to get all the latest styles and color combinations that you can get at the national uh, 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 companies or, again, the, the, the other local shops or even online, you can get it right here in New Orleans, again, with a company that's been around since 1963, with all the latest styles and color combinations, alterations on site, and, of course, again, uh, the, the type of service you'll get at New Orleans Tuxedos. A classic tux, a complete classic tux with any vest and tie combination is $99. That's $99. Bucks. You won't find a lower price in the metropolitan area. Full dress tails are $129. 
99 bucks. So if you're going to Mardi Gras ball, Coronation ball, maybe a school dance for your son, maybe you're planning a wedding for your son or daughter, again, Ray Boudreaux and, and, the, and, my, and my friends over at New Orleans Tuxedos will work with your wedding planner or work with you to give you everything you want with, with your wedding, whether it comes to, again, the style of tuxedo you're looking for, the colors to match, the, again, the wedding party's dresses. They do it all for you. Last-minute rentals, no problem. Get the best price in town and keep your money local at New Orleans Tuxedos, 4959 West Napoleon, 486-5309. That's 486-5309. Again, ladies and gentlemen, $60 to $100 more. Why would you throw that money away when you go to New Orleans Tuxedo and get the same exact tux for $99, complete elastic tux with any vest and tie combination, or $129 for, for again, uh, for uh, uh, for tails, um, full-dress tails. Get the right color, the right fit, and the right price for your next formal event at New Orleans Tuxedo since 1963. All right. Stocks and Pels. Pels lose to Atlanta, 123-105. to They're 4-2 and on the season. Uh, Brandon Ingram was back. And miraculously, there was not even a sleeve or a brace on that knee. Okay? <laughs> Zion back as well. Okay? Uh, they had the regular starting lineup to, to, to go against Atlanta. Played pretty well in the first half. Okay, I thought the City Edition uniforms debut w- 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 was great. I, you know, the neon green and the black. Uh, you know, I, I think they look pretty cool. Okay, I mean, you know, again, it's not, I don't know if they, if they if they're New Orleans colors, and I get it. Uh, it's supposed to be again about the color, the, the lighting, and the uh, and the darkness of New Orleans. I mean, we when the French Quarter. I mean, they might as well just have uh, you know the 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 jersey should be just black. Okay, because there are no lights in the quarter. <laughs> I mean, back in the day, there used to be lights in the quarter. We don't have lights in the, anywhere in the city now, but it is what it is. You know, the lack of defensive intensity, the leaky defensive rotations, no defense at the rim, the lack of effort there continues to haunt this team. Then, again, this is not a three-point shooting team. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. They got some guys that can shoot three-pointers, but they don't have a three-point shooting team. You know, missing these three-pointers that led, led to fast-break baskets for the Hawks over and over again. They got killed on the offensive boards. I mean, absolutely killed on the offensive boards. Um, I mean, too easy for for the um, for for the Hawks. Really, I'm pretty much all game long when it when it came to the rim. I mean, just I mean, really, just frustrating. I mean, you know, the, the Hawks out rebounded the Pels 19 to nine on the offensive end, 33 to 26 on the defensive end. Okay, but again, the, the again the rim was wide open. You know, again, um, I thought. You know, it's funny. I was watching the the game in in the in in the first half, and, I, and I'm saying to myself, "Going, man, this team's playing with a flow and a rhythm. Uh, there seems to be an understanding of the roles again for for these players on this team. This ball movement, okay. And then that changed in the second half. I mean, just a Jekyll and high performance on offense. I mean, just like the Pels, just like Tulane, uh, the Pels, just like Tulane, and the Saints can't put together again two halves of uh, of, of quality ball. And then again, the big loss happened. Uh, 7.30 left in, in, in the third quarter. Uh, C.J. McCollum gets hit by Trey uh, uh, in the ribs. Um, uh, that was diagnosed now as a collapsed right lung. He's going to be he's being reevaluated over the last 48 hours. He's out indif- ind- indefinitely. Now, look, this is what, this is what gets me about, about how soft this team is, and especially with their stars. And I'm, and I'm pointing at you, Brandon Ingram, and I'm pointing at you, Zion Williamson, okay? All right? This dude played. Half of the third quarter, okay, and the fourth quarter with a partially collapsed lung, okay? Zion and Brandon Ingram should be ashamed of themselves. Here's a guy in his 30s, right, that's playing the game with a partially collapsed lung. And Brandon Ingram hangnail keeps him out for four to six. 
and Zion Williamson is an injury waiting to happen. It's going to be a, it's a huge loss, huge loss with C.J. going out. Now, there are some bright spots. I really think, uh, again, Daniels is playing really well for them in all phases. He's got confidence, and, again, we see it with his shot. We see it going to the rim. His ability to pass the basketball. He is a willing uh, defender and rebounder. Uh, he has really taken the next step. Hopefully that can continue. They're really going to need him. And then Hawkins, shooting, defense, okay? Um, I, I thought maybe, again, that defend, uh, defend on the defensive side of the ball that, that he may struggle. Uh, he's been a willing defender offensively. Look, he's had some struggles with the three-point line, but he, you can see he's got a natural three-point shot. And he's going to be a guy that's going to be able to knock those down for him. And then, of course, there's Larry Nance, who does all the little things that, that, that are winning plays, just like C.J. McCollum, okay? Uh, and, of course, he's out indefinitely now, okay, C.J. McCollum. Um, you know, that's what I talked about last week with Valanchunas and Nance and, and, and C.J. McCollum. These guys are in their 30s, man. And they, come, they, come, they, they, they put on the uniform every game and go out and give you 110% and do everything they can to be able to, be able to get this team uh, in, in, into a win. Meanwhile, you got Zion pouting after the game okay, to the media and the post-game press conference about not getting the ball. Uh, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, please, please, okay? Grow up. Please, grow up. I mean, for C.J. McCollum, Again, the partially collapsed lung is the second time he's had this injury in his career. He had it in 2012, as I mentioned in the first hour, before being traded to the Pels. He missed six weeks and 18 games. He's the most consistent Pelican, the, the player this season, okay? His leadership, three-point shooting, winning plays is going to be missed. I don't know how they replace it, okay? And then they're going into the Lions' den tonight against the world champion Nuggets. They're 6-1, and one, Okay. You think they're going to give a pass to these Pelicans because, again, they, because uh, CJ's not going to be there? <laughs> Believe me, they're, they're coming out loaded for bear. Um, it's on Bally's tonight. It's an 8 p.m. tip. Uh, but this is a tough one. And, uh, you know, again, this is why I talk about, you, you know, you, you can't let games that you should win slip away because now you're in a situation uh, where, again, you're 4-2, and two, you're 2-2 two and two at home, where you're supposed to be, again, uh, uh, you know, playing winning basketball, and you've lost now to Golden State where they blow you out. And an Atlanta team, that's not playing bad. Look, they've won four in a row, uh, and they've kind of had your number, but you were at home, and, and you had your full complement of players. And you should have been able, again, and you just couldn't put four quarters together. And it's been an, it's been an issue, especially on the defensive end, where, again, it's about effort and energy. On, on the offensive, on the offense, on the offensive defensive boards, where it's about effort and energy, Okay. And at times, this team just doesn't put together four quarters of effort and energy, and that's going to get you beat. That's going to get you beat. Atlanta 123, Pelicans 105, Pelicans 4-2 and two now, again, with, again, uh, the Nuggets on tap tonight. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. Uh, coming up next is uh, Larry Holder of The Athletic. I uh, want to remind everybody about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. I don't care where you are, uh, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Remember, my friends at Burkhardt can tune up your system. Tune-ups are about peace of mind. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. In one year, your heating and air conditioning systems can run for as many as 2,000 hours. Um, the annual precision tune-ups that, are, that, are, are, that you can get from my friends at Burkhardt will extend the life of your system. It will identify and prevent problems returning from small repairs to major breakdowns. It's going to optimize your system efficiency. That's going to mean, again, savings on your energy bill. That annual tune-up 
will maintain your system's warranty. Warranty requires, uh, again, a regular routine maintenance. And then, again, the multi-point inspection that the NACE certified technicians at Burkhardt put your system through, again, will, again, help you, again, uh, uh, maintain that system for years to come. Uh, it's going to help you with your energy bills. And, of course, the peace of mind of knowing that Burkhardt is standing behind, again, your air conditioning heating systems. Uh, want a company you can trust? Burkhardt is a company you can trust. Over 10,000 customers, long before I was a spokesman for the company, referrals were the way they grow in their business. Again, from one truck to 15 trucks to, again, Nate certified technicians uh, that are both family members or, again, that have got, uh, guys that have been there with them that are just like family because those, those guys have been with them for decades. Uh, they treat their customers like family. Once you're a family member, they'll take care of you. Again, Burkhardt, at Burkhardt, again, it, uh, again they, uh, it still rings with me today, John Burkhardt telling me, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. I'm a customer. You can trust Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, generator sales and service, and electrical services as well. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. All right, we'll be right back with Larry Holder of The Athletic. I'm Eric Asher. Don't move. I'm Ken Trahan. And I'm Jude Young. We'll have comprehensive coverage of high school, college, and the pros, plus a voice for you to speak your mind. It's entertainment. It's information. It's all that you could want. And it's right here on 1061 Nash Icon. Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. Following Inside New Orleans on 1061 Nash Icon. Country for life. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. OMG, hot and crisp nacho fries are back. And there's even more fries to love now at Taco Bell. But it's now or never. Yeah, these fries covered in bold Mexican spices with nacho cheese sauce are only here for a limited time. At participating U.S. Taco Bell locations for a limited time only, while supplies last. Eastbound I-10, Kennedy downtown is 28 minutes and a 14-minute delay. Really slow between Carrollton and Orleans right now is where we're seeing that slowing. Eastbound I-10, Elysian Fields to the high rise, taking about eight minutes. That's a five-minute delay, slow between Allen Master and Chef. It looks like the flyover to the high rise, eastbound I-10, has taken about 13 minutes. No incidents along those areas, just a lot of volume, a lot of cars getting into a little bit of pavement. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA exterminating now. We're ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. Holidays are right around the corner, ladies and gentlemen. If your vehicle is going to be going on the road, you've got to bring it over to Southern Tire. I've trusted Southern Tire with my vehicle. You can trust Southern Tire with your vehicle as well. Since 1972, the Piazza family has been taking care of New Orleans vehicles. 51 years in business. They're your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area. Something for everyone's budget, no matter what you drive. But, ladies and gentlemen, all the top brands. Some of those top brands are on sale right now at Southern Tire. You want to find out more, go to southerntire.com. Also, again, wheels and tires up to 30 inches. You can finance it over time. Like keeping that vehicle on the road is paramount, especially if you're again, uh, again, whether you're going through the heavy traffic here in New Orleans, or maybe you're taking the vehicle on the road with the family to go visit uh, visit family members, folks. The same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership, you get over at Southern Tire. ASC certified technicians, just like the dealership over at Southern Tire. And, of course, even more diagnostic equipment you'll ever find in any dealership at Southern Tire. Then you got the Piazza family standing behind their work. Tony Sr., Tony Jr., Tony's daughter Jen, Tony's wife, all, all at one are on staff every single day for you. If you need a consultation, they're there for you. Taking care of you, again, like family. Uh, if you got a damaged rims, they can repair those rims for you. If you need a new set of rims, they got a great selection for you as well. You want to find out more, go to Southern 
northerntire.com. They're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6. Saturday service for you because they know you're working from 8 to 6. And, of course, 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Southerntire.com is the website. I trust my family's vehicle with Southern Tire. You can as well. Southern Tire, Hickory Airline and Mary, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972, Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. till 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I am your host, Eric Asher. Weekdays 4 to 6 right here on um, 106.1 FM. Don't forget, we got UNO basketball tonight at 6.30. Being abbreviated, um, uh, all access with Ken Trahan tonight here on the program. Also, again, want to remind everybody uh, also about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. I'll have the guest list for you this week, uh, uh, tomorrow for this week's show. Uh, again, each and every uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday right here in New Orleans and across the state of Louisiana. All right. Joining us on the program now is Larry Holder of The Athletic. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know, when The Athletic came online, uh, I, I quickly subscribed to it, um, and uh, I, it has been uh, money well spent. 
if you're a sports fan, if you want to keep up what's going on when it, when it comes to sports, not just in our town, but again, across the nation and across the world, uh, and you're looking for quality writers with, again, uh, up-to-the-minute uh, information, whether you're getting that on your phone, uh, again, through the app, uh, subscribe to The Athletic. It's inexpensive, and I tell you what, if you're a sports fan or, again, in a business like ours, you'll be glad you did. Uh, Larry Holder is, again, the uh, uh, is stationed out of New Orleans. He covers the NFL uh, for the uh, for the Athletic. And, of course, we always say this. If you're going to subscribe, make sure you subscribe under our local um, uh, bylines, again, like Larry Holder. Uh, let them get the credit for it as well. Larry, welcome. Welcome to the show, as always. Look forward to our conversation each every week, my friend. Yeah, I'm good. Look, it's uh, we're at the midpoint of the season. It's kind of yep. wild to uh, to think that it always seems to fly by. But yeah, we are uh, midway through the NFL season, and Eric, just like we thought, the Saints are in first place in the NFC South. <laughs> exactly the the route we thought, right? Yeah, yeah, ex- and exactly <laughs> the team we thought they'd be too. Huh? Dominant <laughs> in all phases. Exactly. <laughs> well, at <laughs> least we are right in that the division is basically living up to what we all anticipated, whether it's locally or nationally. It's just kind of there, and somebody's going to win this thing at some point. Right. Yeah, at some point, somebody's going to win it. That doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be the Saints. Now, you think on paper, though, again, the Saints should, should be a shoe in to win it, but again, when you get five turnovers and you can only beat the lowly Bears by seven points, that tells you all you need to know about this team. Absolutely. I think that's uh, the aspect when – uh, it you know people are happy with the win. They have a like a win streak. You know they won two in a row. Uh, but you got to beat a team by twenty <laughs> if you if you're plus five in the in the turnover margin. And uh, the Saints were uh, just it, it's it, it's also funny in that you felt like maybe the offense was playing well in the first half and the defense was just kind of being flat footed. And then the roles kind of reversed in the second half. And you know you're you're not trusting special teams and uh, you could have you could have gone up a field, you know, up fourteen, and said you, you'd lean on Derek Carr, and he doesn't get a, a tush push, and then you you lean on the kicker, and he misses, and uh, man, it, it's just uh, back and forth to where it's uh, it, you know, in, in my field of work, I'm not a, a fan of any team, but man, it's it's got to be tough uh, for for a for a four quarter game to be a Saints fan, knowing that. This could go any way, no matter no matter how it looks on paper. This thing could go any way at any point. Well, especially a spoiled Saints fan, right? Uh, a Saints fan that never knew again a pre Peyton Breeze era. Okay, I mean you're used to winning, and then you're seeing this. And you know, again, the, my, my issue is again this is just too talented of a team to be allowing journeyman quarterbacks to to be able to run all over them. Uh, not putting four quarters together, uh, having the issues they've had all season long with one side of the ball or the other, and and just, again, in some cases, unable to put a complete game together. Yeah, okay, they, they, they beat New England. New England's garbage, okay? Uh, I mean, uh, with this schedule, with these quarterbacks, uh, with this team, you should be dominating, and you're not. Oh, no question about it. And, look, even before the season, you, you, you figured the Bears – would, could be a win. I mean, you, you, you do the, the mapping out, and you figure, all right, Bears, even though Justin Fields there, maybe they're a little better, things should win that game. Uh, uh, let's be fortunate that, that uh, Justin Fields wasn't playing, uh, because imagine him running all over the place, and he's certainly more of a threat uh, uh, than Tyler Bajant. And so, you know, uh, 
or Tyson Bajan. I, you know, it's hard to even remember the guy's name. Remember hard to even pronounce his name. Are you kidding me? I mean, I didn't know who he exactly. was until yesterday. Give me a break. Exactly. exactly. So, you know, in that sense, you know, the, the Saints, uh, they, it seems like they have just trouble winning the games that they're supposed to win on a regular basis. And you, you brought up New England. That's a game they, they should have won. They won that one handily. Uh, look, the Colts, they, they, they were able to put up points against a, a Colts team that's supposed to uh, allow points, and they did that. But, you know, it, it's just you, you just don't know what you're going to get. And you figured that defense would be the strong side of the football, and it has been for most of the season. But I, I feel like you're seeing some regression there outside of Paulson and Debo saving the day. I mean, he was a one-man wrecking crew. Right. Without, yes, without him, you lose that game. I mean, mm-hmm. you really lose that game without him. And, you know, that you, you shouldn't – that those words probably shouldn't be coming out of our mouths considering nope. the talent that the Saints have defensively. Uh, that, not, we're not even talking offense. But just defensively, he shouldn't be the one you're leaning on to save the day. And so, uh, you know, but, but look – they uh, they're five and four, they're mm-hmm. midpoint of the season. Yep, division leaders. Uh, both of the people that are you're competing with in the division lost games inexplicably yesterday. Right. So at least the Saints didn't have an inexplicable loss. I mean that's like like let's if you want to be glass half full. That's it, there's definitely reason to be glass half full, but. Uh, there's definitely glass half empty talk. Like you know, it's it, it, you could go either way and have a legitimate beef or a legitimate praise. You know, when I when I look at the NFL standings and and I look at the, the again the teams that are leading the divisions, if I had to rank those teams right now, uh, I mean, the Saints would be at the bottom of that. Okay, I mean, I'm talking AFC and NFC. So, yeah, I mean, it doesn't exactly still a lot of confidence in, in you going forward uh, with that. And then, of course, the confidence from a confidence level, again, when you got a head coach that, 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 again, berates a reporter for asking about halftime adjustments and says they're overrated, that's all I need to know about the head coach. <laughs> it's funny. I have, I have people, uh, a couple of people today come up to me and, and almost just, uh, just are, are resigned to the fact that, the Saints are going to win the division, and then they're going to be stuck with Dennis Allen. Oh, yeah. They, they... I, I talked about it in my monologue today. Larry, Larry, I'm telling you, it's going to be fool's goal. They, they're going to win the division. They're going to go to the playoffs, and they're going to stay another year with, with, with this debacle, uh, believing that, again, that they've taken the next step when, in actuality, they, they're just in a bad division with a horrible schedule, going against horrible quarterbacks, and they can barely muster up a win against, again, the lowly Bears by seven with five turnovers. Well, I, what would happen next year is if they win the division, they get a first-place schedule. And right. they're also not playing the AFC South. Right. They're playing any of the other – I don't know which one off the top of my head, but any of the other AFC divisions are better than that one. So the, t- the schedule gets much tougher if you win the division and with your AFC opponent. Uh, and so, yeah, it, it's definitely uh, uh, something that will, will be far more challenging – uh, next year, uh, right. to say the least, and so, but, but yeah, it, so it's 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 tough again. We're at the midpoint of the season, uh, you know, you, you you should. It's like you you feel like you should feel good that right. things are on top, and it, look, they won two games in a row. But it's the point where you know it's 
man, it, it's almost like just like a house of cards. Like, mm-hmm. like it, it, even you, you got a lot of you got they're not dealing with major injury issues nope. or anything right now. Nope. But it still just feels like even with a basically healthy bunch, it could still be a house of cards and just fall apart. It's true. Absolutely. Larry, when you look at the NFL right now, uh, AFC, NFC, give me your top four teams, in, in uh, again, overall. Uh, I think the Eagles, uh, like I said, uh, they, they're starting to put this thing together. Uh, I, yeah, I agree with that. It was a tight game against Dallas, uh, but mm-hmm. they were able to, to get the job done there. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm – they're among, I'll just put them among my top four. Uh, okay. I'll say the Eagles are among my top four. The Chiefs, even though it, they're not playing like dominant Chiefs football, but they still get wins. I think their defense is underrated. Uh, mm-hmm. and the, and they've been really kind of uh, you know helping that team out, and it's not because it, they're not playing super great offensively. Uh, so you know, I, I, look, you, you, the Super Bowl pair. I mean, they're 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 still up there, getting it done. Uh, you know, look, people are going to think I'm nuts. I'm putting the Bengals up in my top four. I'm stop mm-hmm. doing it. I, look, they go and beat the Bills, and I thought they beat them pretty pretty soundly. I know right. the Bills kind of caught back up, but uh, you know, I I I think the Bengals are on the up and up. I know Jamar. I think that's the toughest little... division in football. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like that's right now. I'm not sure how the tiebreakers go, but like, it, like mm-hmm. they, they could be at the bottom of the division at five and three because everybody else is five and three, and the Ravens are seven and two. Right. Uh, you know, so so you look at it in that sense, and uh, you know, like, I still think the 49ers. I'm still putting them in my top four. Like I, I just okay. think that they've they've hit a little bit, bit of a dry patch. I think they can uh, make things happen. Uh, you know, so uh, you know, I'm I'm anyone in the I'm not I'm not including the Lions yet. Uh, you know, I'm, I'd like to maybe include the Cowboys, but I still got to see it to believe it mode in the playoffs. You know, I think they. You know, if you're talking top six, I'd probably put the Cowboys in there. Uh, you know, maybe the Ravens would sneak in there because I think they're playing good football. But yes. I think they can be had. Uh, and then in the AFC East, if the Dolphins could beat a good team, maybe I'd buy into them. But they beat every team they've beaten has, has been not very good, and every team they've True. lost to are playoff contenders, and they've lost all three of those tests so far. When you did your quarterback ratings for this week, uh, who, who who do you like? Who are your top quarterbacks? Yeah, I'm doing a, a mid-season one, actually, uh, right now. And uh, it's interesting, kind of the ebbs and flows. And I'll have the full breakdown in the next couple of days uh, of all this. But, uh, I mean, look, week leaving week nine, just week, week nine alone, uh, C.J. Stroud, hello. Uh, you think Carolina's not kicking themselves right now? Oh. He's been amazing. And like, yeah, yes. it, it's funny. He kind of popped off the charts to me in week two in a loss to Indianapolis. And that was rookie quarterback versus rookie quarterback. It was Anthony Richardson and, uh, you know, C.J. Stroud. And so, you look, Stroud had – uh, a 100 plus passer rating in that game. They lost, but then the next two games, he went. Uh, he really exploded, and then kind of teetered off. And then yesterday, just unflappable. I mean, my gosh, he's got 40 seconds to win the game, touchdown, and he does it. Uh, I mean, that's uh, five touchdowns, no picks, 148 passer rating, 400 like record breaking yardage. 
I mean, this is uh, this is the guy that the Texans have been waiting for forever. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, uh, they were hoping uh, David Carr would have been this guy when they first drafted right. him uh, at the beginning of the franchise, and never was. So, uh, you, well, you put that and Jalen Hurts, uh, big time performance, uh, and actually, in I'll just uh, Jalen Hurts. Uh, in in from weeks five through nine has been my top rated guy, uh, according to the metrics that I use and, and the, the kind of the formulas. Uh, he's been that guy, and, and uh, of course, who's been the guy who's made the biggest jump from weeks one to four uh, to four to, to five to nine is Joe Burrow. I mean, mm-hmm. so you could tell he's healthy, and so yes. it's like the it's like the cream of the crops coming. Uh, you know, those top quarterbacks that you expect to be to be competing for. Uh, to get to the Super Bowl, they're getting there, and then you throw in uh, C.J. Stroud in the mix. And look, Patrick Mahomes is he—he he hasn't had Mahomes numbers. He's had good True. numbers. He hasn't had great numbers, and so that's the, that's the scary thing. Chiefs are playing well, winning games. He's been good, but not great. And you know, there's greatness in there uh, at some point. So you know, it's it's kind of like he's just kind of lurking around. Uh, but you know, he's still among. Uh, the top quarterbacks in the metrics, but anecdotally, he's still number one. Yeah, I mean, you know, you mentioned Houston and, and C.J. Stroud. Now, you you, you go from, um, you know, look, they, they've been in the quarterback business for a while now, right? Trying to find quarterbacks. They end up again. Um, uh, they end up getting Deshaun Watson. We know what hap- what happened there. They you know they whether they had uh, was it uh, Davis Mills got you with know, Case Keenum's on on that team, uh, and then you end up with with again a C.J. Stroud. Who, who looks like he, he could be one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. I mean, so uh, pretty amazing if, you, if you're Houston and, and the number of quarterbacks you've gone through, and then, of course, you come up with the last two where uh, they are legitimate NFL starters. Right, and at least with, uh, with Stroud, you don't have the headache. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's obvious. Amen. And, so, and, 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 yeah, that's like, – that's, uh, that, the Texans, when they drafted Watson, it was almost like they were kind of surprised they even fell to him. I mean, they 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 were in they were in the market of having to make a legitimate decision on which guy they you know that they they really wanted uh, because three went in the top four uh, and so you know yeah I don't know obviously they're never going to say if they preferred Bryce Young or not I mean forever I'm sure now they'll be like we love C.J. Stroud much better than Bryce Young but I mean that was a legitimate argument and I'm not going to discount Bryce Young yet I I think he's in a bad spot. In Carolina, uh, but so, so I'm not discounting him yet. But, but yeah, I, I just think it's remarkable just um, how C.J. Stroud uh, kind of putting that that Ohio State stigma to bed uh, because it, it, it's you haven't had a good Ohio State quarterback, and we're not counting Joe Burrow since he did nothing for Ohio State. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he did it all done, even though Ohio right. State would like to claim him. But no, sure. but yeah, I think that's something that you combine just. Stroud, you combine um, their, the pick they made, the next pick, uh, you know, Will Anderson, and then you, you combine the coach. I mean, all three of those guys I just mentioned could all be award winners by the end of the year, and rightfully so. And so, and that's a division, man. It's not like they're uh, they're beating down the doors and having you know big time success. I mean, Jacksonville's been pretty good, but uh, mm-hmm. but they're they're not unbeatable. So, uh, you know, Houston. Uh, if they 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 keep on this trend, I mean, they could they could be move, kind of moving upward, and Houston become a, a, actually an attractive place to play rather than some place that no one wants to play. And they got a heck of a head coach too. 
He's oh, absolutely, D'Amico yeah. Ryan's. Yeah, I mean that's. Yep. A, I felt like when they made that hire, they they lucked out. Yep. They're lucky that he had like a hardcore for Houston because he played there for so long. Because he played there, I mean, right? Yeah, and he's. Look, I knew he was going to be a really good coach wherever he went, and uh, he, he's definitely proven it. No, no question about it. I agree, Larry. What you got coming up for us in the athletic? Let us know how we can we can subscribe, and also again how we can follow you on social media. Yep, at Larry Holder on Twitter X, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and yeah, I, I'm doing my uh, uh, my quarterback rankings mid season. Uh, Got to wait till the game's done tonight, uh, basically just to see where Justin Herbert ends up uh, because he's a uh, like overall season wise, he's among the top five in in the metrics that I use. Uh, and then, of course, Zach Wilson is like dead last. So let's see if he stays there. Uh, but yeah, so I'll have that later in the week, and then I'll also do a, a mid-season uh, pass rush index, just kind of seeing pass pressure-wise uh, where some of the top players are, how they've stacked up. Uh, so kind of some mid-season outlook pieces coming. Uh, so definitely check that out. Theathletic.com/slash/NFL. Thank you for your time each and every week, my friend. I certainly appreciate. It. Look forward to our conversation next week. You got it, Ian. Talk to you then. There he goes. Larry Holder of The Athletic with us each and every week here at this time on the program. All right, folks. Again, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. That's every Thursday at 1 o'clock with our live broadcast on WLAE-TV, also live streaming on WLAE-TV uh, YouTube channel. And then here come the rebroadcast. Set your DVR for your favorite rebroadcast. You'll never miss the program. That's 6 p.m. on LAE every Thursday night. Uh, 10 o'clock on the Deuce, WLAE-TV 2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the Deuce. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television, always at EricAnsher.com, always on the WLATV YouTube page, and always on our social media platforms. That's the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports each and every week. We'll have our guest list for you tomorrow. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. We'll take a quick uh, pause for the cause, come back, wrap up the program. Don't move. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. 
So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your pal with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor unique vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun. 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Hi, Eric Ashwood, Celebrity Chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim. Our pets are our loved ones and also our best friends. When they pass away, New Orleans Pet Cremation Service will handle everything for you. We offer 24-hour home removal as well as free pickup from your local veterinary hospital. Pet cremation starting as low as $199. Simply give us a call at 504-218-5554 or go to NewOrleansPetCremation.com. That's NewOrleansPetCremation.com. Celebrating life. This report is sponsored by Ancestry.com. What makes Ancestry DNA a great gift for the holidays? It's literally like you're giving them something they would have no knowledge of, and that's priceless. Show someone where they came from this holiday season with Ancestry DNA. Now on sale at Ancestry.com. Eastbound I-10, Kenner to downtown is 28 minutes right now, and northbound I-310 from US-90 to I-10 up to 42 minutes, which is a 32-minute delay. It's the right lane blocked at the Luling Bridge. That's our problem, and that's the reason it's so slow. Uh, eastbound I-10, Elysian Fields to the high-rise, running about 7 minutes. Fly over to the high-rise, 11 minutes, slow between Carrollton and Orleans, and also between Allen Master and Chef. Michael Higgins, New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. Certainly appreciate you checking out the program. If you missed any of today's show, first hour we talked Saints uh, and LSU. Second hour we talked uh, Pelicans and also Tulane and NFL. Of course, our segment with Larry Holder as well. You can check that on our podcast. It'll be up about 30 minutes after the program ends today. I was mistaken to say that Ken Traham would have a, an abbreviated all-access this evening. No Ken tonight. Uh, we got uh, UNO Millsaps. So, again, uh, we'll have a... Um, uh, an extended segment with uh, with Jude Young, a voice of the of UNO Athletics. Uh, he's going to do a welcome season segment from six to six fifteen, and then a six fifteen pregame, and then of course six thirty, the Privateers open up their season against Millsap uh, on on the hardwood. So again, uh, that's right here on um, one hundred six point one, your home for UNO Athletics. All right, uh, thanks so much for listening to the program. Thanks to Larry Holder for joining us on the show. Thanks to Rudy Backer Studio Producing. Also, I um, want to thank all of our great sponsors that sponsor our program. Please continue to support our fantastic sponsors. Let those sponsors know you heard about them here on Inside New Orleans. Also, again, we thank you for your support of our sponsors and the sponsor support of our program. We appreciate all of you. Um, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. We'll have our guest list for you tomorrow. And as always, thanks so much for listening. All right, we'll take you now live and direct out to, again, UNO Basketball with Jude Young. My name is Eric Cash. I have a wonderful evening. We'll see you tomorrow straight up 4 o'clock. From the dog catch to the governor, that includes the man. They all got to go. Better know that right.